Alright, what's happening everybody? Welcome to Sex Talk and Other Shit with Becca and TP. What's happening? Hey, TP. How are you? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another episode of The Blind View today. TP and I are going to be talking about sex candidly as blind people um, because as blind people, you know, we're more open and we're able to talk about things that sighted people just can't seem to figure out how to talk about. And people need to be able to talk about sex more openly. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Are you Am I ready? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, TP, how are you today, my friend? I'm good. I'm I'm enjoying uh I'm enjoying everything. I'm having a ball with it. Loving uh Arizona, you know, oh. just just being out here and hanging out, you know, meeting people, making them laugh, having fun. Yeah, so have you gone out looking for any stuff lately? Have you found any out there? Um, not much. Um, I'm, you know, I have this, uh, you know, this, this situation that I have to be careful with, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you introduced me to, to, to POF and, uh, I looked out there a little bit and, uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, uh, oh yeah, it's some, uh, yeah, it's a lot of sex going on in Arizona. Uh, unfortunately, I ain't participating in much of it because I, you know, I, I'm too spectacular for that type of participation. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking for something else. But I uh, I did dibble and dabble and just to see test the waters and see what was happening out there. And I found out, uh, depending on the age group, like the women fifty plus out here, uh-huh. it don't matter what race, just it's the age group fifty plus out here. They're pimps. They pass penises around like blunts. Really? They pass the boyfriend <laughs> around, you mean? Yeah, no, they, they don't even care about the guy. If the penis is good, they pass that around. Screw oh, him. they should the girlfriends. Right. See, you know, they they pass the, the they pass the penis around. The guy that's connected to it ain't important. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, I was like, whoa, I felt so. But it has to be good quality. Right. Yeah, quality. You know, and see me, I got this reputation. You know, I got that that, that you know that porn star dick with a civil rights stroke. It's difficult to deal with for some, so I just don't put it out there like that. Cause uh, you know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to do that. That's that's not good for the, the the brain. The brain that's connected to the woman that had to deal with it. I, you know, I don't want to be liable. So until uh, I get my new contracts and, and waivers written up, you know, because I had to have waivers now because, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I bring that pressure. Uh, <laughs> wow, TP, that sounds pretty intense. It has been. It has been. But, yeah, it's fun out here. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's crazy because me being over 50, you know, I, I, you know, some of the younger women, I can't even get past the conversation with to even want to be uh, 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 intimate. But uh, and then, like I said, the ones fifty plus, there's some pimps out here. They just out here abusing bodies and laying them out. I'm like, oh my god, y'all passing around penises. This is, I can't. Is that yeah. crazy? Oh yeah, I mean, and it's all nationalities. Uh, 
everybody that's, if it's female people, over 50. that's good though that people are are intermingling with each other of other nationalities and other groups and other interests and backgrounds and stuff well yeah i mean i don't have a problem with that part but the problem i have with is the lying on the 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 the, 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 the platforms you know they say they're looking for long-term relationships that's not true they're just looking for you know, sure. long penises that can last a long time and go back home. Uh-huh. You know, and me, I'm actually, you know, I've been on the hunt for actual, you know, long-term relationship, wife type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm on strike right now. I'm, 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 you know, until I find who I'm looking for, I'm on, I'm on, I'm gonna be on strike. I, you know what? I ran into a couple of women. And I didn't even care. They said they were celibate. I'm like, great. Nothing for you to get addicted to. 20 years, 20 years ago, when I was running around looking to get married, all the guys I met only wanted to have sex. And now, 20 years later, when all I want to do is have sex, the guys just want to get married. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. But it's okay, you know. I still have to, every now and again, have my needs met. But um, not lately, not like that. Cause I'm, uh, oh, my little cousin. I'm. We can still talk. I just don't want to talk about that while there's a minor pulling up. I'm in the driveway. Are you you in the driveway at your your house right now? Yeah, I'm sitting outside. It's such a beautiful day out here, and uh, my cousin's wife just pulled up. Gemini. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And she's got their son with her, so I already know that I'm not going to be talking reckless when there's this kid out and about here, but just thought mm-hmm. I'd give you a heads up on that. Yeah, well, we could talk about some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, only, I mean, like, relationship-wise, I realize now that I don't even want to know people that aren't uh, at least friendship quality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not interested in associates so much as I am uh, people that are building relationships like businesses, you know, just making sure everything is good. You know, that's all I'm saying. After what we've all been through the last two years or so, I understand. I'm also, everything I do every day, I'm building for quality now, right? Right. And I'm looking for quality in everything I do. I understand what you're talking about, my friend. I think yeah. a lot of people are going that way. And the people well, who are quality and who aren't be trying to be quality, they're just going to drop off. All right. Well, like me, myself, uh, I spend most of my time either uh, manifesting or, or, or um, praying or doing what I got to do to make bigger things happen. And mm-hmm. so I, I just, you know, uh, I just, I I keep my head in the sky, basically. Well, and it's obviously working for you. Like we talked about on our show earlier today, you've got this gig coming up. You're going to be hosting a monthly comedy show. Talk about manifesting. You're manifesting as much as I've been manifesting the past few years. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm really glad that it's working out like that because, um, Phoenix needs. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This area needs um, 
they're, they're getting now within the last uh year or two they're getting a much better grade of comedy show mm-hmm. and because when i first came to phoenix um the shows were pretty subpar they were they were they were bad um the open mics were even worse and i didn't understand i'm like phoenix is a big city why would, wouldn't it have like some heat makers some heavy hitters here mm-hmm. and then um i got into it a little bit further and I, met, I got to meet a few other comedians, and they were pretty good. That, but the best one that was ever from out of Phoenix, born here, is Marlon Taylor. Dude, he moved to Atlanta though. He is hilarious. So I get to the level where I can help another comedian out. He'd be, he would be the first one. Just okay. a hilarious uh, guy from here. Then you got Naeem Elliott. He's here. Um, it's it's it's, so it's quite a few that are doing okay now they grew into the to, to the position when i first got here five years ago no no <laughs> everybody wasn't as funny as they are now so it's a good show to go see just about everybody that uh started out here when i that was uh doing comedy when i got to phoenix wow so do you have any prospects of getting laid this weekend, DB? No, because I'm celibate. You're celibate? I got prospects, but um, I'm not taking any because I'm. Yeah, I decided to cut off the faucet. Well, DP, why did why did we talk about doing this sex show together if you're celibate? Because I got 55 oh, years uh, of life. That's plenty. Of, I can talk about all kinds of sex I done had. Okay, well, let's talk about sex that you've had then. Okay. Uh, I've had, uh, oh, I had sex with a really short lady with no hair. That was different. No hair anywhere on her body? Yeah, just totally bald. Wow. Yeah, that was a little different. Fun, but different. Mm-hmm. You know, because... You know, uh, uh, I, I, you know, like any shortage, she would have been a short person. Uh, like, you know, she, she wasn't much. She's was like, well, how old? How tall is she? Four foot. She said she was four foot eleven, but I don't think she was that tall. No. Did you have sex with her after you went blind or before? This is after blind. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, before I was married. So I, uh-huh. I was just with one person, but after, yeah, after uh, I got separated and divorced, yeah, I was, that's when I got out here doing Did a your few wife things. After you went blind, TP? Say that again. Did your wife leave you after you went blind? Yeah. Uh, I- she tried to convince me that uh, my losing my vision was harder on her than it was me. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe somebody somewhere in this world will see where that makes sense, but I can't. Yeah. You know, I can't make sense of how me losing my vision hurts somebody else. Worse than me, though. I mean, I can understand another person feeling bad or empathy or whatever, but you can't say this is more strainful or stressful or 
you know, harder on your life than it is mine. And, and, and you, you're cited. And then they just, I've heard this from so many different men who've lost their visions and, and it's, it doesn't really make sense. It's like, I don't know. Well, she didn't sign up for it. So I guess I just leave it alone. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I just leave it alone because it's not it's not that important. I can't let other people's actions move me like that. Well, TP, how are you your know, children doing? They're doing great. I'm uh right now I'm in the process of uh making sure that uh when they got here I have somewhere for all three of us to be uh for mm -hmm. the summer. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, I ain't put that together yet. Um, everything that went sky high through the roof. Yeah. Everything. I, I mean, everything. Uh, hotels, Airbnb, rent, everything is ridiculous now. Mm -hmm. I don't know what way that happened, but it, it, it happened. It's, it's everything that's, um, that the politicians have been doing and, um, and the stuff that's been the stuff that's um, been done, the decisions that have been made by the current administration in the White House and our Congress, we have a bunch of narrow-minded retards in our government, and they're just doing everything they can in their power to drive our country further into the ground every day. And wow, it, it's it's just horrifying to see. TP, have do you not know this? I don't uh, participate in uh, any of the circulated news reels or uh, written or anything. I don't follow any of the. Uh, I don't follow any of that. I um, I stick to uh, really just audio books and uh, narrated um, um, films um, like that. I don't watch any of the news shows. I don't keep up with any of that. I can't have my energy uh, absorbing any of that. That has nothing to do with me. And and um, I mean, I did nothing to nobody and nobody did nothing to me. And I can't get emotionally attached uh, to that. So I don't follow the news like that because it seems like the news celebrate tragedy. And and as there are lots and lots of millions of really good people doing really good things, but they're not making the news. TP, I'm I appreciate everything you just said, but let me tell you, even when we come across like strong amounts of evil in this world, we have to face up to it and get rid of it because if we just turn our backs and pretend it's not there, we're all doomed, and we right, can't but people we just have to start looking it in the eye and taking it on because we're all strong americans these are a bunch of fucking cowards in our government right now doing all this shit to us they're 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 morons who can't really do things the right way to help america so they're choosing to go the other way and doing everything they can to destroy america and bring us to our knees and wow. it just infuriates me that we have these people in in our government well that's what I'm saying. I, anybody that's in there, it's all the same outcome for me. 
whoever's in that office. So watching over them and keeping track of what they're doing and listening to what the news reporters have to say and reading what the papers have to say is of no interest to me because I am trying to, not trying, I am in the process of building a legacy for my children to live off of long after I'm gone. And okay, that, that news will be for me just an interruption because I'll get emotionally involved. And then next thing you know, uh, ain't no telling. I mean, ain't no telling what could happen. And I don't mean like, uh, uh, you know, I'm afraid to be an activist or nothing. I'm an entertainer and I want to stay that way. I appreciate that, TP, but I'm, I'm trying to educate you, my friend. Listen, you, you just said that it doesn't affect you and it doesn't have anything to do with you, but it does. Because this is why our economy is in the toilet right now. This is why people of all ages are depressed and killing themselves and, and, and doing all kinds of things, right? It's because of the situation that we're in right now. And, and we have to think about it. We have to turn it around. We can't just stick our heads in the sand and pretend it's not going on. We made this mess, you guys. We let all this happen. And we have to band together and turn it around. And we can't just pretend it's not going on. I know it's scary. And I know it's really big. But, but people have to start thinking with their heads and start thinking about what they're doing and what they're saying about the conversations they're having with people, about the way they're voting and about the, what they're doing with their dollars. And, you know, all of this stuff, we have to start thinking because they're out to destroy us. These politicians don't care about the little people, PP. They don't care about you and me. They don't care about the working man either. They don't, they don't care about the people on assistance and they don't care about the working man. They're, they're doing everything. Like the working man can't get jobs anymore. And, and the people on on assistance like us, you you like look. You were just talking about how high rent is, right? Everything yeah. is, and it's because of what these politicians are doing, and it's hurting you. Even though you say it has nothing to do with you, it does, because you were just saying about how you can't find a place to rent. Right. And, well, well I, I I get what you're saying on that, but what I'm saying is the fight was I did you know, it's like. Uh, you, you didn't start the fire, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I, 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 right. I had nothing to do with the fire getting started, but I need to be part of the solution. And 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 the thing is, the solution needs to not only find resolve, but continue to hold those accountable for the mess that's made now. And I don't want to blame no one particular this party or the other. That's, they're both to blame because it took years to build it to this. Politicians. I didn't say one party or the other. I said that all these politicians. Right. They, need, they all need, you know what? In all at fairness to America, to the progress of this country as a people, I think anybody in politics that was of age, that means 18 or older, when the Civil Rights Act was signed, go home. Your service is no longer needed. Because, see, you were still alive, well, and young during a very racist time in this country. So you still got axe to bear and, and stones to grind. You got memory of the good old days. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. now we got a whole new breed of people 
people in there that's the more open-minded. Days before civil rights? Are you saying things yeah. were better before No, 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 no. I'm saying those people that are of age, the white ones will say the good old days. The black ones will be mad because of the white people's good old days. So it don't matter, black, white, or otherwise, if you were an adult when the Civil Rights Act was signed, get out of government, get out of politics. You can't, you can't participate because either you were mad or happy during the good old days time. So TP, if they've been in politics anytime since the civil rights movement took place, then they have not done their job because look at our, the races are not leveled here in the United States. And it's because I said, if you were for the African-American community in America, it's because of what these politicians have done to deprive our African-American brothers and sisters of a good education, an education full of opportunities as they grow up. Like what I was given and so many other Americans. I just, I've talked to so many of my African-American friends and I keep hearing this from them about what they, because I ask them, I'm like, what kind of education did you get? Because I'm trying to educate myself. And so right. I, I talk, you know, TP, I've had this conversation with you. In the years I've known, I've asked you about what your education was and what your background was and what you've been able to accomplish with it, right? And it's, mm -hmm. it's just because I'm weighing that against what I've gotten and what I've done with it and what other people have gotten, what they've done with it. And I just really feel like a lot of my African brothers and sisters have not gotten access to the same education that I got. And this is part of the opportunity zones. Like it's the, the, that President Trump was doing, right? President Trump was on the right path with the opportunity zones he was building to create economic opportunities for African-Americans. But we need to keep going with that and build educational opportunities from the time they're in L we're all in elementary school, right? Like mm -hmm. all our schools across this country, no matter if they're in the inner city or in rural America, like where I was growing up, everybody should have access to the same tools as we're becoming, you know, going through elementary and then becoming junior high students and then high school students. We should all be able to dream of going on to college and doing something. You know, I had that dream until it was robbed from me when I was 12 years old, but I watched so many people around me go on and take advantage of those dreams because of what we got in our, our small rural community. And I know that in the inner cities, the, the students were being told a different message and it just infuriates me that they were being told that they didn't have those opportunities and that those opportunities weren't being set before them. They're, I just feel right. like the ball dropped in our education system and that's one area where I really feel like we need to focus on. Right. I'm sorry. Very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you have a right to be because America has definitely been dumbed down as far as from my point of view goes, too. Um, I mean, and it's across the board, you know. Um, I uh, I was with some friends um, not long ago, and uh, one of their uh, phones died. And uh, it wasn't an iPhone, so it wasn't nothing I could do it with my charger to help them out. So mm -hmm. I, I was like, uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, you know, I, how am I supposed to check in with my kids? This and other. I'm like, uh, here, use my phone. You know your daughter's phone number by heart. No. You see what I'm saying? The day of remembering phone numbers are pretty much over. Yeah, people so are just. 
if your phone done. dies, you're, you're done. You can't even contact anybody. Yeah, you're absolutely right when you talked about us being dumbed down, TP. And it just terrifies me because I look at my children and all these other, these younger generations coming behind us, right? And it worries me that mm -hmm. they're not seeking education. Like, I realized what happened when, we, when I was a kid. I realized I had to seek education because it was really hard for me to come by educating myself, right? Because I couldn't read or right. write. And so it was a huge struggle for me to educate myself, but I knew I had to, because if I didn't educate myself, I was done for. And now I watch my children and all the people of their generation not even caring about reading. They're not going to the library, seeking books to read, to educate their mind and heart. They're stuck in front of these computer screens, playing games, and it experiences so bad. What happened to young people educating their minds and hearts? So we can become brave, courageous, awesome people. We need people like that, you know? Right. Mm. I try to, uh, like, my kids are, you know, my kids are young, 10 and, 10 and 16. Uh -huh. And uh, I try to uh, keep up with them the best I can. Um, I had to tell my daughter today to take something down off of TikTok. Now, it wasn't because of what she was doing. It was the lyrics to the, the, to the song that was playing. Mm -hmm. I can't allow her to represent herself like that. And and it, it, it because of the lyrics to the song have the wrong or any person looking at my daughter in a sexual matter. You know what I'm saying? She's no adult. Oh yeah, and you, I can understand why you would put a kibosh to her, put that kind of stuff on TikTok. TikTok. Mm -hmm. She took it down immediately when I let her know. Does hmm? TikTok have parental guards on it or parental safeguards? Uh, I don't know, but my daughter's TikTok has a parent watching it all times. That was good. <laughs> Uh, she cannot post nowhere on social media without me finding out and knowing about it because well, you know I'm everywhere you know mm -hmm. she loves and hates the fact that her dad's an entertainer uh-huh you know she loves it because it's her dad but she hates it because her, her mom is nowhere uh, as, as computer or internet savvy as I am so she get to miss a lot of stuff you know I ain't missing nothing Mm -hmm. TP, let's know. take a quick break, okay? Okay. Gina, are you ready to play? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, great news. My third book is out, Metamorphosis. This is my first fiction book. It's six short stories, and I invite you guys to check it out. Right now, it's only available in Kindle eBook and Amazon Print On Demand, but I'll have the Audible version out there ASAP. Give me a month or less, guys. And then you also can check out my second book, Changing My Perspective. It's available in ebook, Amazon, print on demand, and Audible already. And you can check out my first book, Because You're Blind. This book is also available in Audible, Kindle, and Amazon print on demand. And you can order all of these books through my website. Um, info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Okay, guys? Um, but I wanted to um, particularly um, share with you guys Metamorphosis. This book, um, well, 
I had a lot of fun with this book because where with my first two books, I was constrained because they were um, memoirs. I had to stay stick to factual stuff. In Metamorphosis, I was able to write more freely. And so I had a lot of fun with this book and I really hope my readers will check it out. Um, anyway, you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you read it and you want to comment on it. Um, and I will have some uh, free ver uh, downloads of the Audible version when we get it done, I'm soon, I'm sure. Um, anyway, please make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel and stay tuned and we will announce when we get the Audible version done. Thank you very much and everybody have a great day. Peace out. Okay, are you there, TP? Yes, ma'am. Okay, did your mom happen to say how she felt about being on the show today? She says she had fun. Cool. She it, says it she had fun. Okay, great. Well, she had a good time. Uh, she, she said the time went by pretty fast. And I yeah. asked her, I said, if she wants you to come back, would you do it again? She said, yeah. Okay, perfect, TP. She said she didn't get to talk that much, but she will next time. Mm -hmm. No, no, that ain't what she said. She asked me, she said, I ain't talked too much, did I? I was like, no, nah, you, you did fine. I mean, it's a talk show. <laughs> That's what we do. We talk. <laughs> yep. Whatever we you want. You know. And, uh, yeah, she says she had a good time. She thinks you're really nice and really cool. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what did you think of her? Oh, I thought she was wonderful. She's, you know, it was really interesting to hear about some of the stuff you did when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hearing from someone who raised you, and um, so. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, yeah, she was tough. Very, very, very tough, you know. There was no raise your voice in her house, not even mm -hmm. at other siblings. Because mm -hmm. you can get punched in the mouth in her house. Face <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, so in my mom's house too, believe me. <laughs> Oh yeah. So uh yeah, oh my goodness. And she talking about my grandma was funny. Yeah, my grandma was funny, but my grandma was more sarcastic than funny. My granddaddy was the one that was hilarious. What he was, was hilarious. Uh, his name uh Robert Kelly. Uh, growing up, you know, when first he did the box the golden gloves when young age, so they called him champ the his entire life. And, uh, you know, he did mechanic works. He taught me how to, uh, he's the major player, uh, VIP, uh, MVP of uh, the man you are uh, talking to today, you know? What, yeah, what did you, you know, say he, about gloves in your grandpa? Say again? What did you say about golden gloves in your grandpa? Yeah, he was a golden gloves uh, champion when he was a young man. He was a boxer? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, when he was young. And then, uh, so, you know, his nickname became Champ, and that's what everybody called him, you know, all the way till the day he passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was hilarious. He was a good dude. He loved life, you know? probably. Oh, yeah. He had fun. He taught me how to be who I am today. He was a major, like I said, an MVP. Um, and the... Um, mentality that I have right now, mm -hmm. you know, 
really good man. Um, he put up with all he put up with all the children that his wife had when he got with her, which is my grandmother. And uh, how I don't know, but she had six, seven kids, and he raised them as his own. It sounds like you learned a lot of valuable stuff from your grandpa, TP, and that is really amazing. And that's, I want to point out to our viewers that all of you watching have learned a lot of amazing things from your ancestors here in America. And that is stuff we can build upon to rebuild you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, talk to my kids every day, seven days a week. I have to talk to my son a little bit more. Because he's getting a little, he's getting to that where I'm bigger. I could be a little bit more rebellious, and I'm like, respect is respect at any size. You know, it doesn't matter what size you are. You have to give people respect. Is your boy taller? No, not yet. He's only ten, but he's so much. He's he's a real stocky guy for his age. Oh, okay. And he can take a lick. So his mom was little. Uh, spankings don't bother him there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it is what it is. Are you are you thinking about bringing your children or one or both of them out to spend some time with you in Phoenix? Yeah, I just that's why I was saying I was looking for places to stay, and this shit just driving me crazy. Oh my, 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 my low battery thing just came on. I'm at twenty percent, but I got time. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I've been looking for places to stay because school ends uh, June 7th. And uh, I've been just checking out the market, and I've been very disappointed in the market. Did you look like, into breakfast, perhaps? Because I think they're cheaper than hotels. The what, bed and breakfast? Yeah, everything's high right now. You you have looked at a bed and breakfast, and they're high, too? Okay. Yeah, yeah, everything is way too costly right now. Mm. I mean, the cheap hotels that used to be like 50, 60 bucks are like 150, 160 now. Really? Yeah. We, we got back from Sedona, like, but I figured that it was expensive because it was Sedona, right? Um, mm -hmm. But it was really expensive there, too, but. It's expensive it anywhere you go. Mm hmm you know, only place you can go that's ain't expensive is expensive because it's like uh, 70 bucks a night with the discount and all of that stuff. And they got bars around the whole hotel and it's just. It's TP. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I think we just lost TP because I remember him saying that his battery was low. And since we just lost. Uh, hello. Him, Oh, he's back. Hey, TP. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, Gino, can you? Hello. None. I don't know. TP, can you hear me? TP, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. TP, can you hear me? Can you hear me? He must. He must need to push his button. Gino, can you text? Him? Or let me see if I can text him, and tell him to look for the button. Send it to him. Just a minute here. Hopefully we're still alive. Four. Two. 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 Two.
Gino, can you hear me? Yeah, Becca. So, I mean, he's there, but his screen is frozen. I just, so can he, can he, can you, um, TP, there's nothing TP, I can do. He has to log out and try log, to log back in. Yeah. So TP, if you're listening to us, can you log out and try to log back in or can you text him that Gino or I could text him either way. Gino, are you there? I'm assuming the stream is still live. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm assuming the stream is still live, so I'm going to keep talking. I really appreciate you guys joining us for the second episode of Becca's World today. This is kind of a special thing that TP and I are doing because we're, like I said, we, we've been trying to um, launch a new show talking specifically about sex from our perspective as blind people because as blind people, we have a different perspective on everything pretty much from the sighted world, it seems like. And in a lot of ways, I feel like our perspective has a lot of value um, in it and a lot of potential to help the world. So that's why we're discussing these things today. TP, are you with us yet? I'm not even sure if we're still alive. Let me look at my phone. Like You're still alive, Becca. Um, he He's no longer part of the stream. So I don't okay. know if you want to just... So I'll just end the show then. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today on Becca's World. And TP and I will be back next week. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Oh, and be sure to go up to Audible and check out Metamorphosis um, by Rebecca Meadows. Peace out. That's a wrap, y'all. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.